Hey, hey, you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash. I'm John Goldman, and you're listening to us on Radio Harbor Country, WRHC 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and WRHZ 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. Very happy to uh, welcome here today Dan Moore and Marcus Seifert and Adam Conley, if he's going to be showing up today. Uh, also wanted to mention that uh, Johnny's Secret Stash is underwritten by Kara's Cottages, uh, one of downtown Kalamazoo's first Airbnbs. Kara's Cottages are within walking distance of local shops, breweries, and some of Michigan's most beautiful walking trails. Additional information at karascottages.com. That's Kara's and Cottages with a K. Okay, we're... We're here with uh, Marcus Seifert, Dan Moore, and Adam Conley. Uh, Marcus is uh, the keyboard player and lead singer for Steel on the Farm. Dan Moore is uh, the singer and guitar player, right, Dan? Play yeah. guitar? Yeah. For the Dan Moore Band. And uh, Adam Conley is with uh, Bone Naked. Major guitar player, no question, but uh, Bone Naked, uh, Modern Vultures, Beer hippies. Metallica. <laughs> Beatles. With his Greta Van Fleet shirt on. All right. No, it's a, a cream shirt. Oh, you're right. Cream. That's it. Yeah. Oh. I thought I thought it said Greta. No. Uh, <laughs> well, great to have you here. Adam, you've been on probably 50 times, of course. Um, and Marcus, this is going to be your third time. Third time. Yeah. And it's been about a year since I got a chance to sit down with you. So this is an absolute pleasure. And Dan, uh, I'm really glad to have you on the show. You're, you're, uh, 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 I s- first saw you play with uh, Marcus at uh, the Watermark Solarium maybe three months ago, okay. two months ago. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you guys were great. It was uh, quite a pleasure. Um, so you're a guitar player, yes, right, as yeah. we mentioned. Yeah, And um, I tried to. <laughs> what, uh, uh, who else is in the band? So it's a... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me it's always been kind of a uh uh like a revolving door of different musicians coming in and out different times uh some 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 pretty pretty cool ones pretty uh hefty cats um but right now we got uh marcus on keys and bill romer on drums and tommy mitchell who's an amazing guitar player he's actually playing bass in the band Uh (laughs) and uh me and rocco rocco labriola on the steel guitar. Oh wow! And, oh, and, that's right. I and the B bender. Seen Rocco play that. <laughs> that was yeah. That's a pleasure. You don't see a lot of steel guitar players uh, in the area. Yeah. And uh, and rightfully so, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a tough instrument. It's a very tough instrument and a pain to carry around <laughs> yeah. for sure. You can't just put it in your case. There's yeah. probably weighs a ton too. I haven't uh, gotten <laughs> yeah. real close to them, but yeah. I don't know. I let him carry that. Yeah. In. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. I picked I picked a couple up in my day, and yeah, and they're. They're stout. There's a solid chunk of wood. <laughs> yeah, and and they're kind of bulky, you know. Like they're not they're not real yeah. easy to carry, even if they were yeah. uh, a little bit more compact. Uh, that's um, how long have you guys uh, been together? How long have you been playing as the Dan Moore Band? This iteration's probably been going for a couple of years, two yeah. years. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been been fun. And where are you based out of? Um, 
we gonna be where we at <laughs> yeah I, I don't know <laughs> i guess uh michigan city yeah yeah area would be our, the most central location between all of us but like I portage uh tommy's from portage and uh uh the other two guys are from valpo marcus is from michigan city yeah, yeah. and from, i live in hamlet and where do you uh where do you guys practice or you don't. You just show up. <laughs> <laughs> He's new. That's okay. <laughs> we try. We try to as much as we can, we, and we like to. Just we understand life happens, so we just try to do homework. And a lot of it, a lot of it, just ha- kind of happens spontaneously. We just kind of let let everything happen rather than trying to make something happen. Yeah, it usually works out okay for us. Miraculously, That's, just go with the flow, and, <laughs> and whatever song comes to to mind, you start going with that one. Yeah. Yeah, the yep. general list, but that's what's so easy about it is you, you listen to the song and the, everybody in the band is such great players. We can just kind of follow and listen. Listening's a big part of it, yeah. but uh, yeah, it makes it makes it super easy. Cool. So uh, a lot of jamming, kind of. Uh, yeah. That mostly that, and then what you know, like kind of what are the some of the songs that you guys like to play that then you work from? Um, we like to do. Uh, I got a feeling by the Beatles. Oh yeah, that's, that's uh-huh. a you know it's just it's a fun one. That's a fun one in my register. It kind of cashes me out for the night, but it's a fun one to get that real that real growly yeah. Paul McCartney thing going on. And then Marcus, uh, who actually could probably do it better than I could, backs me up on the does the uh, uh, Linden part. Marcus yeah. is you very know? humble. He uh, yeah. doesn't like to have people talk good about him. <laughs> <laughs> He's too nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, uh, you. Um, you have this like, kind of basic song list that you work from. Yeah. And, uh, and then you just go with it, it sounds like. Yeah. It's cool, too, because you'll hear anything from the Allman Brothers to what we did. We did Ice Cube. We did Ice Cube. At, at Mateys last yeah. week. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a Jimmy wild Buffett. mix. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. It's, it's whatever comes up, and it's, that's why it's fun. Oh, that, yeah. that does sound fun. Do you have uh, any, any shows coming up? Yeah, Friday we'll be at uh, the Watermark Brewery. All right, okay. Stevensville, Michigan. Yeah, boom, boom, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. is it is that going to be in the solarium again, or in the? They probably have a wedding or something they're, in there. They're gonna have, they're, I think they're going to be having two uh, two different bands. Uh, you said you said Adam. Did you say it was Bonehawk. That's what the internet says. Oh you yeah, trust everything on the internet. Yeah, well, so it's going to be Bonehawk. That's, true. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. that's a good thing. <laughs> so are you guys going to set up in the uh, main tap room, or are you going to be in the solarium this I think- one? I think they'll be in the tap room, and I think we're going to be set up outside the solarium in like the grassy oh, area. Oh yeah, yeah. If, uh, weather permitting, right? Yeah, yeah. that sounds nice. It's Friday, that'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's such a beautiful place up there. They've done a ton of work, and it's oh yeah, it's crazy. It's got a good vibe to it. It really does for it's sure. Nice. It uh, yeah, it was originally just sort of that bar area, and then they built the I don't know. It's sort of covered. It's that garage space, the yeah. concrete floor. And now they've got everything going on there, and then the big grassy area outside with the fire pits and stuff. And uh, they've done an unbelievable job there. And uh, I think their beer's pretty good too. I mean, people yeah. seem to like their beer. I yeah. got no complaints. Yeah, yeah that, that lager, that lager yeah. really hit the spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We saw, we've played up there twice, I think. Yeah, two or three. You've times. You've probably played up there a few more times. Yeah, I think I think maybe we play there three or four times, maybe. But I've been there at least two, and uh, every time. I go in and I go. I got to pace myself on this one because right. it tastes so good. It'll get you. But yeah, Marcus, I don't know how you find the time. You're playing with Steel on the Farm. You're playing with the Dan Moore Band. 
Uh, you've got a wife and kids and full-time job. It's amazing. Because if he doesn't, I'm going to taser him. Yeah. <laughs> the key is you got to hate, hate yourself a little bit. So four hours of sleep is a good night. But right. yeah. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's just the... All I want to do is the music. Yeah. So yeah. every chance I get. And I, hang out with your kids, of course. Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course. They are cute kids. They're they're good kids. Yeah. Yeah. But I like playing stuff because uh, playing with Dan, a lot of times we get to play events where the family can come. Oh, and yeah. that's uh-huh. what we're trying to move the, the band into, uh, stealing the farm into more is more family style events because... It's nice to have everybody together, and kids dance better than adults anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they, they get way, into way more it. energy. They do not care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of fun things coming up with um, Stealing the Farm, too, uh, if I recall the schedule. Yeah. Um, what's, what's coming up in the next week or two? Uh, nothing. <laughs> oh, all right. We, it's not a – the next week or two, I'm – leaving the country for a vacation with my family. Awesome. And then All when right. we come back, we're playing the Align Network in Valpo, which is like a, it's not a necessarily a venue. It's more of like, it's like a yoga uh, wellness place that they're trying to open up some music stuff. Awesome. And then July 30th, I believe that's the Saturday. I'm not positive, but we're doing the Three Oaks Arts in the Park. Oh, that's right. The yeah. music in the park. So that's the next one in the area. Cannon Park. Yeah. Yeah. That's always fun, too. Yeah, that's great. And then uh, you've got um, uh, Brown Town coming up in uh, August. Yep. August uh, 5th and 6th will yeah. be at Brown Town. Oh, that's... I I went last year, and um, that was an unbelievable event. Yeah. Just so much fun. And, you know, the weather was beautiful. That, that really helped, too. That always helps. Yeah. <laughs> you um, know, August 20th. Adam and Dan and I, we, we formed an impromptu band, uh, what would you say, three weeks ago? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, a... Two we, days notice. Yeah. We had a good, you know, 12 or twelve or 30 second practice, and then we got going <laughs> <laughs> and with Jim Belushi. Right. And that's... Uh, I wanted to get into that. So you're, so the, 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 um, the other side of that is August 20th. You're playing with him again. Right. Um, but it sounds like Dan Aykroyd's going to be there and uh, some other um, original blues um, blues brothers people. Yeah. Uh, what do you know about that? Awesome. I'm really excited. That's about <laughs> all I know so far. I know that um, I was so grateful to Adam for getting a hold of me to do that and getting a hold of Dan. And it just uh, it made it really easy having yeah. all the players together. We did talk about this last week with... Um, uh, Howie Weisschan, yep. and uh, you know we can we can go through it again. We might have some people that haven't heard the story, but uh, <laughs> it's always interesting to get a different perspective as well. So, Adam, from the top, how did this all come about, and what happened? Uh, well, my friend Sarah works for a company I think Kaisopolis called Sunset Coast Provisions, and they were having like a VIP investor event. They're doing some sort of like merger or something with Belushi Farms. And she asked if I would play guitar if I knew anybody because he wanted to sing some songs. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, that's not going to be cool if it's just me. So <laughs> can I build a little band or something? And she's like, yeah, go for it. And these guys stepped up and saved my butt. It was way cooler than if it had just been me. So, you know, But then they, I guess it went okay because then they asked if we would do the thing in August or 
or I don't, maybe we volunteered to do it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, I think we're opening that. I think we're doing forty-five minutes or something like that. So that's cool. So yeah. you had a nice um, had a nice vibe with Jim Belushi. It sounds like yeah, super nice guy. Yeah. yeah. What was your experience, Marcus? How, how did you uh, you know what was um, what was it like playing with him? It was easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, it was fun because when he showed up, we kind of played him in. And uh, he just walked right on stage and called a song. And uh, Dan was able to lead us on the bass there because he, he had the whole band just kind of ripping right into it. And uh, it, it, Jim stepped up, and I didn't know he could play the harp like that. But oh, he really? could play. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Great player, yeah. So, so Dan, you played uh, the bass at um, this event. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's good that you were able to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I, uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed playing uh, playing bass. Uh, yeah, I, I found out about the gig. We were actually on the way to our gig uh, the day before. He's like, "Hey, you want to play? Uh, you want play some bass tomorrow night?" I'm like, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh, d- don't let Dan fool you either. He's modest, but he plays every instrument. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's what I remember. Multi instrumentalist. Hundred percent. I'm really good. <laughs> what other instruments do you play, Dan? <laughs> I just had to say that because Marcus said I'd be modest. Uh, I play uh, I play keys. I play a little, little keys, uh, guitars, and bass, and some drums. And do you so with Dan Moore? I've been messing around with mandolin too lately. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's that's, fun. that's been my that's been my uh, yeah that's been my obsession lately. I was like I was leaving it hung up in the in the living room, and every time I pass by it, I'm like, uh, okay, then I get to play just a couple chords and right fog out this little <laughs> tune here and. I uh, learned uh, Jack Row yesterday. Oh, nice! <laughs> That's fun. <It's> <laughs> so, with the mandolin, do you find that to be easier to play than a guitar? Is it a little more forgiving, a little less forgiving? It's different. Yeah, it's different. It, it, it's fun. A lot of fun. You know, tackling something new. Right, right. You know, always do that. You know. Well, ukulele kind of feels like it's a little. I have little one of those hung up in my living room. Do you? As well. Yeah, my well, kids, my kids grab that one. They love it. Is that <laughs> the same key as a mandolin, or? I have no idea about that. I haven't even touched it very much. I kind of like mess with it. It's, it's not the same as it's not the same as a mandolin. I know that, yeah. but I don't know what the tuning is. A mandolin is basically just a bass flipped upside down. Is that so he's right? like playing upside down. Yeah, it's like oh. playing upside down bass. So it kind it kind of makes sense to me. Then like muscle memory patterns that you're used to making on like guitar, you try to make them on mandolin and they sound alien. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. it sounds cool. I'm like, yeah, it's like, kind of oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Rip so, off that. So you have the uh, high strings on the uh, top of a mandolin and then the the um, oh, the, sorry. the heavier string, the, you know, the more bass strings on the bottom. Yeah, but yeah, but the, but the tuning, yeah, still still the high strings high strings on the on the bottom. Oh, okay. And the yeah the low strings on the top, but the tuning is flipped. Oh, oh yeah. No. Oh, so you're tuned to. Uh, so it goes G A D E. Oh. From top to bottom. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And then how's the bass tuned? The opposite E-A-D-G. of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, e A D G. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> Who knew? I'm probably explaining this very stupidly, but it, it's just how. Not at all. How it I, I'm the one. Who, I'm the only one in the room who doesn't play uh, a, an instrument. Uh, Brian Barber, who's our uh, honored guest here, um, also a multi instrumentalist, but doesn't like to go in front of people, so you have to like just listen to our recording. <laughs> I fully understand. Yeah, you play so, the heck out of the radio, though. That's right. I've heard yeah. you do it for a few years here. <laughs> 
My dad would say, turn, I, can't, "I can turn that radio knob up, down." <laughs> My dad used to say, "I, I can play, I can't, I can't even play the radio without getting static." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. How did you learn how to play all these instruments, Dan? It's from my family. I grew yeah. up around it. You know, aunts, uncles, mom. Mom plays piano. You know, she she plays guitar. Do you take lessons as you were growing up and things like that? A little bit. I think I started off on drums, playing drums when I was like 10, 10 or 8. So I'm like, no, it's probably about 7 or 6 or 7. Was that with a drum kit or was that with, mm-hmm. you know, pots and pans? And uh... Well, that's like two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was banging on pots and pans and banging on pianos and playing air guitar to oldies songs when I was little, you know, super little. Right. <laughs> and then, um, did you know, you play an instrument in... Uh, in Junior high, we all had to learn how to play instruments in junior yeah. high when I was a kid. <laughs> played the trombone and the violin and stuff. Oh, yeah, the recorder. Yeah. yeah, right, right. I played, uh, I played uh, trumpet. I started out on trumpet when I was in sixth grade, and then uh, they switched me over to. I played, started playing tuba. Oh wow! No, nobody wanted to play a tuba. Some like yeah. big, bulky instrument. Nobody wanted to do it. Everybody's, you know, you're tiny. You're gonna grab a yeah. So I. Yeah. Carrying it back and forth to school. <laughs> they have little stands, too. You can put them on for little guys. But Yeah, and then I played tuba all through middle school and then through high school. And then I did uh, one season of drum corps playing uh, contrabass. Oh, wow. Okay. What, so yeah. What corps? Uh, uh, Blue Knights. Blue Knights. Blue Knights of Denver, Colorado. Ah, is that where you grew up, Denver, Colorado? No. I grew up in Portage until I was 15 and moved to LaPorte. But they, uh, they came through. I came through Laporte. And they uh, there used to be a, a show there, uh-huh. and like it's kind of kind of like joining the circus. They were like, "Hey, we uh, we need a tuba player." To, you know, I was like, "Wow, I'll do it." <laughs> I basically just joined up, and like they were like, "Well, we're leaving tomorrow." I'm like, okay, so I left left for like four months. You were like a tuba <laughs> carny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like traveling around and. Living hey, hey that's a band name idea, the Tuba Carney. Yeah. Is that one taken? It's probably taken. We're learning that every band name yeah. is taken. Yeah. There's nothing we can... <laughs> That'd be awesome. There are a couple dudes. No like, if you look at Spotify, there's like, you know, you're trying to find a band and, you know, there's more than one and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, A, comma, blah, blah, blah. Right. Or yeah. A hyphen, you know. Yeah, you got to figure out some kind of nuance to it to make it yeah. your own. A hyphen tuba carnies <laughs> to differentiate yourself and all. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, that's quite the adventure. How old yeah. were you at that time to go on this? I was I was nineteen. I was okay. nineteen when I went. Uh, old enough to make the decision, but yeah, still young enough to do stupid things. Yeah, <laughs> which I did, and it was fun. I still haven't grown out of the stupid yeah. things. Yeah, so, you know, um, when does yeah. that come? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So uh, how long did you do that? Traveling just, around the country and stuff? Yeah, it was, it was just one season. So it was just, it was like four four months and you go you get to go play in like, you know, stadiums and like, I get to play like where like where the Giants play, whatever that's called. Meadowlands. Yeah, the Meadowlands. Is that, is that what it was? Yeah, Meadowlands. Is that what they call it? Yeah, you get to play, you know, like LSU Stadium and World Championships were at Camp Randall Stadium and uh, Wisconsin. They- they so, got a big DCI event in Michigan City, too. Yeah, every year. Yeah, check it out if you've never seen it. What do they do? Check is it, it like, There's sort of a competition among yeah. all these different drumming cores? And, yeah. Oh, okay. It's it's really fun. Yeah. Like, I'm not I, – I did marching band in high school one year. I never got into any of the, the traveling stuff other than for the school. But those competitions, when you see how much work they put into it, it's very choreographed. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're busting their butts out there. 
Yeah. And it's yeah. fun. Who it was, judges these things? Uh, just the judges? Or the, they, they, hire, they have a judge <laughs> yeah, coming. Yeah, they have judges. Yeah. It's a big it. deal. Like, it's a it's a whole organized thing. It's not just like, it was you like, know. It was like 16 hours a day. You, like, rehearse like 16, 14, 12 to 16 hours every day. You're kidding. Out in the sun. Wow. For a 10-minute show. Wow. For the entire summer, just bah, 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 bah. So now you know why I don't want to practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got right. over, no, no, you got sure over, overdone on practicing. If, if anything, it... It, gave, it taught me a lot about rehearsal etiquette. And, yeah, or, and, and discipline. I mean, yeah, discipline, mm-hmm. for sure. Learn your part. Know your part. <laughs> Everybody know your part. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, a, a, a tuba is such a um, deep instrument that it seems like there's some room for error there. Like, you know, it's not like a trump, trumpet where it's carrying the melody it's, and you're really able probably, to hear it. It's probably the opposite. Okay. So when you're, when you're playing tuba, you, you know, you got... You got a big wide embouchure and everything. When you're playing trumpet, you're like real tight, hitting those high notes. Yeah. Like little tiny movements make all the difference in tuba. You kind of got to move it a little bit more, I feel. Yeah. I think. Well, I just meant in terms of uh, you don't get exactly the right note. It's not like everyone can tell. But you think that that's not true. That's what those judges are looking for. Oh, all right. They're looking <laughs> I mean, for the tuba. They want to make sure the tuba's right in there. I remember in high school. <laughs> I would, no, I never played the wrong notes. So I, <laughs> it's hard to say, but you haven't experienced that. I remember being in high school, though. We did a Indiana State competition, and they, like, picked out what instrument was wrong. No way. And who There's missed a step and who was there. out of shape. And I was like, <laughs> it wasn't me, was it? <laughs> it was, wasn't it? No, I just stepped to the guy to the next. We switched spots. So. <laughs> Jealous. Jealous. So you did uh, drum corps as well? Marcus? No, I did marching band one year. Ah, and they told me okay. I had to pick because I played soccer, which if you saw me now, you wouldn't believe it. I, I can see playing soccer. I played soccer. I was just a bruiser. I was the guy that just went out there to make the sure enforcer. everybody else knew that uh-huh. we were there. Don't mess with really? our Yeah. That, that, that exists in forward. soccer? I that does. That. Well, I think that uh, it was, it's Indiana soccer, so it's not real nuanced, you know. <laughs> so he, it was probably a hockey coach or something that's just like, go beat that kid up. And I'm like, yeah. all right, well, I can do that. Hockey, that's, that's my thing. I love, yeah. I love uh, some hockey. There's enforcers <laughs> in hockey, for sure. Yeah. But they told me I had to pick between band or sports because they were in the same season. So uh-huh. I just didn't do anything. I just, <laughs> just quit it all and just played with my friends. <laughs> Did you, uh, Marcus, um, when you were in the competitions, what instrument were you playing at that time? Trumpet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cornet. So, it was yeah. A, it was a cornet. Mainly because I couldn't afford a trumpet. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got this My cornet. dad had the cornet, and I was yeah. like, all right, there we go. <laughs> uh, so, Dan, so um, playing with all that, uh, you know, very organized kind of um, uh, system, you probably learned to read music and uh, yeah. get to know how to read music and stuff like and I that. I promptly forgot. So. Yeah, so so that is not something you rely on these days. Is I that what you're saying? No, um, I'd like to get back. I'd like to get back into it. I'd really like to read, learn how to read music with a piano and be able to play some intricate pieces like that. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. But I mean, I I could read music, but I'd not, you know, I'd you know, I'd be very remedial and like, okay, F A C E. Right. Every good boy deserves fudge. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that from music class, yeah. fifth grade for sure. Did yeah. you did you play? I played. Uh, I could probably play a piano song. Okay. I was pretty good at chopsticks. <laughs> I mean, I could always, you know, go to my sister's house. She's got a piano. I can probably punch out a song or two like that along those lines. Yeah. But uh, no, she was she was more the piano player, my sister. But we all started kind of at the same time, and uh, it, it is all about the practice, you know. When yeah. you're um, learning how to play an instrument, 
you definitely have to have to practice. <laughs> you can't just step up. It would be nice to just be able to walk up and start being able to play, but yeah, ten ten thousand hours is that what it is? Yeah, that, ten thousand right. hour rule. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost there on the ten thousand. <laughs> you know, twenty thousand. I think Dan's on the ten thousand gig rule. He plays is more than anybody right? else I know. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. We're we're kind of I can't say no. <laughs> yeah, I love it. What kind of venues you playing? Um. Well, we're playing Watermark this Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got that. <laughs> downtown. It's July first, Friday, July first. That's right. Um, uh, Saturday, we're playing. Marcus is playing with uh, Dan Moore Band on the beach at uh, Coons Lake Association. Fun. Um, that's all I know about that. Yeah, yeah it's a. Fu- it, it was fun last year. Yeah, she says so, she says it's going to be crazy. So it'd be fun. I like when they tell us it's going to be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like a boat parade and stuff like that. Oh, I guess. That's oh, awesome. It'd be a good time. Well, yeah, the Fourth of July weekend. There's all kinds of fun parties going on and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan, have you played at uh, Chester Brown, or are you playing this year? Or uh, no, I, I used to play with them for years. With Chester Brown, yeah. You were in that band, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. I played uh, first two, first two albums, or maybe three albums. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what, and what instrument were you playing with them? Drums. Oh, okay. Drums. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, do do they ha- does Chester Brown have uh, one drummer, two drummers these days? That's a good question. Okay. I wish I knew the answer to it. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. One or two. Yes. Absolutely. That's uh, they kind of. They're a little amorphous. They've got people coming in and out just a little bit. You know, not yeah. not a, a huge turnover kind of situation, well, but that's like with Steel on the Farm. Justin's our thirteenth drummer. Yes, that's I right. Mean, but I he's Chester Brown's right there with years. you. Yeah, we're, Chester, we're, Chester Brown's had a lot of drummers too. So. Yeah. In fact, Dan's filled in with gigs with us <laughs> yeah. on uh, drums on drums years ago when we were you know going in between. We had a blast. We just, we just didn't have enough gigs to keep him busy enough. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had so much fun playing with you guys. It, it's it's just a good time, and because he has natural feel playing, a, I think playing a melodic instrument and then going to the drums. You know how the song's supposed to feel, so you have a little more touch. Oh yeah! Not to say, take anything away from someone who's just a drummer, because that's a skill too. It's like I played bass in the band, but now we got Pat Conway playing bass, and all he does is play bass. Yeah, you know he's not. So when I play bass, it sounds like someone who played guitar and piano that was trying to play lead bass, ah. and it wasn't always excellent. So now he holds down the bottom end, and it it frees the song up uh-huh. to do other things. That's always been such a great bass player. He's just solid. he played with Funk yeah. Shoe for years, and just so good. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Well, that's a very good point you're making, Marcus. That um, uh, the bass is really meant to hold the bottom line with the drums and it's a rhythm uh, section. Yeah, and but it's too easy to play it like a guitar, where you're you know bringing out the melody of the song and stuff like that. Well, I think a big thing too is like when I was uh, playing bass, I didn't watch like the guy that nobody knew, who was probably the gnarliest bass player from the or you know. From any genre, I watched, you know, Victor Wooten and, uh, you know, all <laughs> right, these guys. I'm right. like, oh, I got to do that. And it's like, yeah. no, you should learn how to do it right first. Because <laughs> they could do it right, but they can also do everything else. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. their band, Victor Wooten band, right. O'Teal and Friends. They're going to, you know, they're going to take, they're going to play that bass a little bit differently yeah. than, you know, for instance, O'Teal playing with Dead and Company. Right. Who I just saw last weekend, by the oh, way. Good that was, oh, good for you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It good was shows. unbelievable. It was. I just saw the Saturday night show, yeah. but it was remarkable. And uh, 
No more, no more bad seats for me. I'm just, I got pit tickets, and uh, that is the way to now. go. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you I deserve mean, it. The year before, I sat, uh, you know, got the pre-sale tickets, and it was like, you know, on the, it was behind home plate basically, so just about the farthest spot you could be at <laughs> from the stage while right. still like at grass level. Okay, so it was, you know. It was ridiculous. You could barely see the screens, let alone you couldn't actually see like the musicians on stage. And this experience of like being able to be, you know, five people away from Bob yeah. Ware was Bobby! Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you yell and he's like, What? <laughs> you know, it's too you close. Were flat on that note. <laughs> you messed up the words again. <laughs> again, yeah. <laughs> I swear to... he's looked at me. Sometimes, and, and I, I told them the words. I swear. <laughs> I swear people listen to me. I swear. Yeah. Well, he does, you know, there's a lot of songs to remember. But I think he still has um, those uh, little things so he can see the yeah, words. Yeah, a little teleprompter. A teleprompter, yeah. 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 They wish, used to, I know. I but. wish I had one. Yeah. I need one. You're going to get one one day. Yeah. We're all going to get one one day. Yeah. Everybody just be cool about it. The teleprompter comes with a hearing aid, probably. So yeah. yeah. I'm okay with it. Well, don't they have uh, things on your iPad where you can have all the music and then yeah. and follow oh, yeah. it along? Oh, yeah. and I've seen a lot of that, but yeah, um, you know that's if if you're really, but you, you know you guys are more you're stretching out the songs and playing you know your instrument, uh, extending out things and stuff and the. You know, the, yeah, I'm not. I'm not above using a, a pad or anything like that. <laughs> There's sometimes when we get into a, you know, like a, a good rhythm is kind of it, it would it might it might be cumbersome to like have to like sort through this and like find the song you Definitely. want. But, you know, just, just let whatever happen happen. You know. Yeah. Well, that's when you need some kind of some tech to be able to advance it right. as you're going. I need that Neuralink that Elon Musk is going to come up with. <laughs> there you go. Like, yeah. Song come up on the screen. And just, yeah. Shows up. Make up your own in your appearance. in your glasses. <laughs> and then the Neuralink says, "You said it in the mic again." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've heard about that Neuralink for a while now, and I don't know like where they are in that development, but so it's going to be like, uh, you know, it's the, the people that have that are going to be at an advanced level of being able to do anything. And yeah. we don't even realize that, but it's not going to be like, oh, they're a little smarter. They, they're going to figure out how to rule the world take our jobs. with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a whole different level of being able yeah. to think and and process information and i think it's it's going to be strangely dangerous and people who don't have it are going to be like you know barn animals they're going to be right. they're not going to be able to to work at the same level and it's it's going to be very very strange yeah uh, i'm not looking forward to that know. section but yeah <laughs> it would be kind of cool to you know be able to have something just at your your recall like the body of the entire, you know, yeah. internet universe <laughs> at your immediate recall. But I just think it's a weird, slippery slope. That yeah. <laughs> be, but that, I think the brain, the brain's so complex. I mean, like how, how long is it going to take them to dial it? I mean, yeah, it's not impossibility. It's just a high improbability that you're going to be able to tackle the human brain like that. But and then everybody's brain's different. Yeah. So well, I mean, uh -huh. you know, if it works for. Right, Dad, it might not work for Adam or you or me. Or, right, but possibly the the medical possibilities of it. You know, maybe that might be worth it alone. Could be the medical developments that they can. Well, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of medical developments that just get quashed anyway. You know, like we probably can cure cancer, but there's no money for the there's pharmaceutical no companies in, to have yeah. everyone cured of cancer. So you know, they're all about you know 
developing drugs to treat or maintain mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Anyway, that's my little conspiracy <laughs> theory. Uh, it's like real quiet in here. Hey, you guys see that black helicopter over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so uh, 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 we were talking about uh, Brown Town. We were talking about, um, oh, yeah. The, the, so the original, the first Jim Belushi um, uh, thing that you guys did um, what uh, what songs did you break out with, and, and uh, mm. did he just call the the songs? <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. And, and you guys kind of had it in your head, and you're like, oh, okay, let's go. Adam but, sent us a list. Yeah, he, yeah. Spear, he spearheaded it and gave us a nice uh, uh, feeling of comfort going into it. That at least we knew a few tunes. Right, know? right. So that, that made that made a nice uh, learn these songs, and then right. Uh, yeah, at the very least, we know these tunes. We can uh, link up right. them on that. You know, were there any that you were like, oh, I better figure out how to play that one, or we're caught the Katie. Pretty... I've always liked that song. Oh, she yeah. caught the Katie, but that's not it's not an easy tune. No, uh, right. if you want to play it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's a good one though. So I listened I listened to it probably about I would imagine probably forty times that day. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have I didn't because I, I you know the day you know the night before, you know he told me well we'll be on this gig tomorrow so oh, that all I could do was just listen. Twenty to it. hours notice. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I had to work <laughs> the next day, so at work I just listened to it like forty times <laughs> all day, and it's like it's still in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that song. That's, That's a good a, tune. Who's so good. is that? Taj Mahal first came out. With that I don't one, know. I don't it know sounds like it yeah, probably yeah. would be. Yeah, because he's got all those neat little twists and everything in his tunes that like yeah. little parts that make it make it a cool song. He kind of like incorporates that Caribbean influence. I yeah, think he, he does that too. Like one of his parents was uh, Caribbean or okay. something like that. Okay. Uh, I did not know that. I, maybe I'm just I making that up that. now. That <laughs> well, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to start telling <laughs> awesome. people that it's fact. Yeah. And he's got that kind of Cajun-y kind of feel, too. Yeah. Stuff that he has, too, that's nice. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. He right. Good. He's so good. He and is. Anything with a little Cajun spice on it, I'm with it. For yeah, sure. That's for me. Yeah. Got Popeyes on the way home. Ooh, <laughs> that's right. Do they still have Popeyes around here? There's a Popeyes over there by Exit 12. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I don't think it's open, about that. Is it not open? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. It's just the Burger King. Womp, womp, womp. I've been craving Taco Bell for like a year. Oh, my goodness. They don't, did they have a Taco Bell over there, too? Yeah. You're talking about the truck stop. Yeah. There. They have yeah. a Taco Bell? We're going to get a taco pizza on the way home. Mm, I think it's also close. <laughs> oh, no. It's funny because that, that little area there where um, the... TA is and those restaurants in there and then and now the Big B Coffee it's like a different universe from like Harbor Country yeah. we were just talking about that when we got off the exit yeah. I was like Big B Coffee is everywhere yeah uh, they just they built one like right over here now <laughs> yeah, too like two miles from that they're one popping up like Dollar General they're following the Dollar General like slogan <laughs> could be yeah there's one I don't know if you know where North Judson Indiana is there's one in North Judson Indiana now at that at the uh, uh, what's the place uh, Bailey's, Bailey's. Yeah. yeah we have one at Bailey's I was like hmm I ain't mad about it. I'm gonna go there and get some baby coffee. <laughs> it is pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, there's one over by the Meyer and Stevensville. They're they're everywhere. There's one days. in Michigan yeah. City, Laporte. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're... I guess there's not too much involved in like putting them up because they're just these like little boxes, and yeah. uh, it probably oh, takes yeah. longer for the concrete. Right. <laughs> right. Put up the concrete. Pad. I'm waiting two days on this concrete to dry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm ready for coffee now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, we got to get you, you know, play, all you guys playing up here in uh, Michigan more. I'm very happy to hear that you're playing in uh, at Watermark this yeah. Friday, July 1st. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a great show. Did you, uh, 
played at livery? I know, Marcus, you guys have. Dan, have, has your band played at the livery? I, I've never, I don't think I've ever even been to the livery. Oh, really? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, good, I, I know. Good stuff there. I, I wanted to see, like, uh, I remember New Riders of the Purple Sage were yeah. playing there one time. I saw them there. I wanted, to go, I wanted to go there and see that, but I, I missed out on it. But I've, never, I've never even been there. Yeah. They had Jeff Austin there. Let's go there right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I'm okay with that. <laughs> they have good Excellent beer there, food, too. Yeah. Yeah, good, okay. good pizzas and sandwiches and uh, but yeah, g- great music. Uh, you know, um, Brandon DeJanes. It's a great job of uh, he does of uh, coordinating their music there. It's a lot of fun. I've seen uh, Tab Benoit there a long time ago, and uh, Corey Wong. Corey Wong, yeah, yeah, and uh, that's cool. Bayless played there. Um, yeah, not too long ago, like last. Yeah, he did an acoustic something. show there. Yeah. yeah, it was like September. October. I think it was him and Jake, wasn't it? Was no, it? It, or was it, just it was him? just him. Yeah. It was him, and then he had a guy playing uh, pedal steel. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was it Rocco? You never know with that guy. You don't know what gig he's going to be on. I don't so. know, <laughs> but that same guy just played a journeyman this weekend with another band, too. It's like, wow. hey, I saw you play with Bayless like, <laughs> a few months ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, uh, steel on the Farm's playing there on the 13th. Yes. August right. 13th. Right, so you've got a really big, busy August, it sounds like, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to do it as much as possible. You know. So uh, let's uh, remind me of the lineup in your band now. So you have Justin on drums, Patrick Conway on uh, bass, bass yep. and, and then you're on keyboards and vocals, and Mike Neeland on guitar and Tim Vanderlyn on guitar. Right. Right. Now. Okay. So that's the same lineup as you guys have had for last year or so. Yeah. <laughs> and being that we're past the year mark, we're approaching the most solid lineup that we've ever had because we just have moved yeah. around. I know. It's like, awesome. what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to stay? <laughs> you guys should get an apartment together. I know. <laughs> We're going to go to Sizzler after this, you know, <laughs> if, they, if they stick around very much longer. Get a dog. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Not at Sizzler. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too. Uh, Never been there. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you guys, Marcus, came out with uh, Moments Made of Gold last year. Yeah. And that was um, just kind of on the. I, I remember you had kind of put it all together, and then COVID hit, and you're yeah. like, oh, man, now, yeah. now we, well, we can slow down and, and make sure we, you know, send it out right. And, and yeah. you did. I mean, it, it, um, it's really a great album. Well, thank you. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it hit right after we wrote all those checks to get it made. <laughs> yeah, um, like we got them March first, twenty twenty. Oh my god! And so we were planning a oh, no. a party, and it was like, yeah, you're not doing anything for a year. Oh, yeah. perfect. Thank you. And that and thank March, you, universe. March of twenty twenty, they're like two weeks. Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> and uh, just <laughs> come on back. It sounded fun at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah two weeks off. Wow. That, right, exactly. It's like a vacation. <laughs> Things are like getting back up to a, a speed at this point. It, a like, speed, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there Drunk. was a period of time during the pandemic where it was all kind of like, you know, everything was kind of moving at a slower pace and and uh, no one's looking for anybody, you know, that kind of thing. Now it, it's people are, are back knocking on doors and, and – uh, Trying to get you to do stuff you don't want to do, right. <laughs> yeah, you know all that kind of all stuff. All in your personal space again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was six feet, people. That's what I liked about the only thing. Good thing out of twenty twenty is we had more time to you know think about music. But 
right. stealing the farm played shows and Dan Moore band played shows. And I think we might have been two of the only outfits making music during that time for a couple months. I was just happy Probably. that we, because uh, when did we play? We did Leroy's. Did we do the fishbowl? Mm. I don't. I don't remember. Doing I think that. it was right after the he took it down. But he had actually yeah. put up a plexiglass wall so we could play <laughs> and people could come. Yeah. And boy, that was interesting with sound. It was that, very. Yeah, I'll bet. that's like reminiscent of uh, the Blues Brothers movie. Yeah. The first yeah, one. Some chicken <laughs> wire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the broken bottles from coming through. What kind of music y'all boys play? <laughs> we play country and western. Right. Both kinds. <laughs> so, uh, Moments Made of Gold came out in March of 2020. Yep. But um, do you guys have anything else in the hopper? Are you working on anything? Well, we got. Plenty to do more albums. Uh, this summer is about raising funds. Uh-huh. Um, but we are, we have recorded the last four shows with a multi-track live recording. So There you go. Our buddy Ryan is mixing those down for a live album that we're going to put out. That makes so much sense. You're a live band. That, that's perfect. I hope it captures. Yeah. I like how the album turned out, but it, at some points when I'm listening to it, it doesn't quite sound like you're at a show. Right. You know, so I want to try to capture that. With audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, there's certain, I mean, there's only so much that can happen uh, in a live, in a recording studio. Well, you know, and, It doesn't always capture the live feeling, even when you're playing with everyone together. And that's the thing is the live feeling goes back to, like I said, we've had a ton of drummers and people come through and we've learned from everybody that's came and played with us. We learned songs from Dan. We did songs that Dan called and sang from the drums that we still play today like, uh, really? like keep on lifting me up oh higher and higher, higher, and higher. jackie wilson really that's, that's a, a good one great song and it yeah. always it always goes over really every time it never goes over when i sing it yes it does <laughs> come on now you sang it with us but that's you know we're lucky to be blessed with musicians that have done stuff with us like that but i want that sound to come through because you know we've known each other going on probably 55 55 minutes months i think i think about 10 or 15 years though probably about 15 years i'm thinking because he was one of the first guys that i kind of started hanging out with because my friend eric o'banion was in one of the first iterations is that how we met i think it was eric he was he was in the first iteration of the dan moore band Uh eric o'banion was a bass player who's a gnarly bass player he's a bad bass player yeah he's He's a bad bad dude yeah but i I gravitated to Dan because we kind of both grew up in church, and uh, I could tell that we were both not in church anymore, uh-huh. but we remember playing music there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. We still keep it gospel. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know what? Sometimes a gospel song at the bar is just fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's this live album going to look like? Is it like a double album? Is it... Uh... I don't know yet. Yeah. yeah double right. album. Okay. Yeah. Just waiting to pick out sort of the best ones from that. And yeah. So we did the, the a couple weekends ago, we did two shows in a row, and there were two four-hour gigs. And we didn't repeat anything, so we could get tracking of a lot of stuff. And then this past weekend, we played out at Buchanan at the Commons. That's right. Yes. And um, that conflicted. Yeah. My, well, I, convic- I conflicted with several, several people. <laughs> yeah. But there was still a great crowd there. Buchanan's doing a lot of nice stuff with their town. They, they're putting on shows. They're, they're trying to have events. Uh, I visit there more now than I used to. Yeah. But, right. There's, there's <laughs> a few more vendors in the uh, yeah. in town that make it worthwhile. 
but it was a it was a fun event. So now we got a nice recording off that, and and we're gonna see what we're gonna throw it at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. So how do you go about recording it? You just hook up to the soundboard and and look uh, at it later, or yeah. does it require someone at the soundboard like monitoring it and stuff like that? I wish I both. knew the answer to that. <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> Probably both. Yeah. yeah. The cool part about the multi-track is if it's a wonky mix, or you know, if he had our monitor channel or whatever was coming through, he can go back and adjust it. Yeah. And by he, I mean my buddy Ryan Rush uh, is doing sound for us, and he went out to Vegas, did sound for guys for years. He's very pro, rolls in, and he handles all the talking. He's, all very, he's a very handsome play. man. He's very, very handsome. handsome. Yeah. And he's handsome. How yeah, like got all that going for him. He's um, rugged. He's rugged and I mean, beautiful. He's, he's shorter, <laughs> so beautiful. but he's rugged. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a nice guy. I love him to do this. And how's his recording? <laughs> yeah, well, so far, what we've heard has been very excellent. So Yeah. All right. He's on top of his game. He's good. Yeah. He's a good dude. Have you uh, recorded anything, Dan? Yeah, I think, what was the last thing I recorded? I recorded on uh, Jim, Jim St. James. He's a, uh, a local Laporte, uh, well, I'll say legend. Uh, I think I've heard he of is, Jim. Yeah, yeah. A, a Java Jim used to have, uh, back in the day, we'd all go to the Fred House in high school days. You know, and it was like, it was like the end spot to be, and he owned, he owned that. Uh-huh. And, oh, okay. Uh, but uh, he it, was, what, Fred House, you saying? Yeah. Is it a music store? It was uh, it was like a coffee shop and oh, uh, and like okay. a music venue. Cool. But uh, he owned that. But he's also a very uh, very prolific uh, songwriter. Big time. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He's like, he's like had some had some songs in like the charts in Nashville. Some kind of I'm not exactly oh, sure cool. what, the singer songwriter thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 has, he has some cool stuff. And, he, uh-huh. and I got to play on having known him for years and like you know going to his place in high school and then recently the last thing I recorded was on his album. So it was kind of cool. Oh, that's great. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That does sound fun. Uh, Buddy Pearson's from that uh, Buddy, area. Yeah. And yeah. hes I, I saw him a couple weeks ago. Um, at, he did a show at the Acorn Theater with Buddy Pearson that 3. That cool. Yeah. It was great. Awesome. It was, uh, oh, my God. It was Duh. just blew me away. <laughs> sure it was yeah. Kind of, Speaking of bass so player good. who, um, you know, I'm sure he can play bass in a in a band setting where, you know, you're Parts. supporting the, the um, bottom line with the drums. But, you know, as the Buddy Pearson 3 with him, like, front and center, it, carrying the, the melody on the bass was unbelievable. And he had this really cool, like, uh, electric stand-up bass. It was just sort of this long, thin thing. It almost yeah. looked like just, a, like just elect- the neck. An electric upright, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. And yeah. uh, yeah, They've come a long fun. way with those because, like, when they first came out, they, they were kind of, you know, you, you could get one that was kind of chintzy sounding or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah they... They have some some really nice ones coming out now. Like Yamaha makes some really nice ones, but yeah, Buddy Buddy is so good. He he really so very is. Good. Yeah, yeah, virtuoso and and mm-hmm. fun on stage. You know he he's yeah. uh, he doesn't take himself too seriously and <laughs> yeah. he's really terrific. It was it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you know, Dan, we were starting to talk a little bit about your musical history and playing uh, the drum corps and everything. Mm-hmm. How So that lasted, what, about a year or something like that? Yeah, a year. I got done with that, and I started playing with some uh, some buddies around my hometown uh, who I was in marching band with in high school, and we got we got uh, a little band going and started playing. We started sneaking in bars when we were like <laughs> 19. Well, they were like, they were younger than me, so they were like 18 or 17. Yeah. We, were, we were sneaking in bars and playing uh 
used to be uh, Buck's Working Man's Pub. Well, it was it was just Buck's at that time. They'd moved to State Street, and they had the uh, they do the blues jam on Thursday nights out there. Fun. And uh, the drummer's dad, uh, Grant Darby, he would go out and uh, he'd play on the, the blues jam night, and we would we would sneak in. He'd sneak us in. <laughs> I was going there and play. We got to we actually got to play a couple times with Pine Top Perkins. It was, it was wow, yeah, cool. Was yeah, yeah was, Pine Top Perkins was from that area. From, yeah. Yeah, he just he just lived in Laporte, just like yeah. a block away from my buddy Goomba. Unbelievable. Yeah, you you could hear him like flogging out on the piano every now and again, just like boogie woogie. Like, wow, so good, so cool. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, yeah, he played. He was on that Muddy Waters album that oh, yeah. uh, Johnny Winter had yeah. produced, um, and I mean, obviously he had his own career, but he was he was big. And yeah, and he's just approachable and living in Laporte. And he's just hanging out, checking out women at the yeah. bar, you know. <laughs> he drives drives his little crappy uh, uh, station wagon around town with like fishing like fishing rods in the back and going going to get like he would eat like I heard he I don't know if it was like legendary or not, but he like he would eat like two McDonald's McDoubles every day and smoke like two packs of more one twenties every day. Oh god, and still lived to be like. A greasy old age at 96 or something yeah. like that. You know, like, didn't oh he get God. hit by a, a train at yeah. like age 92 or yeah. something like that? And then like, didn't kill him. And what? Right. Yeah. 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 Something like that. that yeah. That's true. That. I forgot about that. He did. Was yeah. Was the train in the port? I think it was, yeah. yeah. I think so. It makes sense. Because yeah, it was one of like 300 trains in the port. <laughs> he probably kept the car, too. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> was the car that you saw. Just a little bumped up. Yeah. My great my great uncle lived in Laporte, and he was hit by I think three different trains. Oh my god! Well, you know they don't. Away. I walked away. <laughs> they don't swerve though. Yeah, they just pretty much go <laughs> the way they're going. Tell me it all happened at once. There was like, oh no, 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 not again, no, not again. Like three in a row. This never happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going oh. to the boat. Sounds <laughs> not have a good success rate for. It's terrible. <laughs> well, the other fun fact about that town is there's a. Uh, it's like the most. Churches and bars per capita. Is Probably. that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can't in the United their, States, so trains and bars and <laughs> you know, you go to the train you go to the bar, you get hit by a train, you go to church. <laughs> and, antique stores. And Dollar Generals. Oh, Dollar Generals. Coming soon, sure, Big B Coffee. Yeah. Big B on top of another Big B. You're gonna have to get a hold of Big B to underwrite the show yeah. or something. That's been like yeah. a commercial. I know they've, they've, uh, we've gotten their name out a lot, but uh, I I never liked their coffee personally, so I don't know. It might be it might be kind of hard. you might like it though if they sponsored the show. Yeah, yeah. if it was free. <laughs> Speaking of sponsor, we are sponsored by Kara's Cottages. That's right, we are sponsored by Kara's Cottages. And uh, I think that prompted Dan to even look up the website. Yeah, it sounds it, cool. It sounds awesome. Lovely little spots. Yeah. But, um, hey, uh, I want to um, close out the show with uh, one of Marcus's uh, songs from Made It, Moments Made of Gold. Um, we don't have to do it right this second, but let's, let's think about what we want that to be. Marcus, what do you, what do you suggest? Oh. I like, was it Lights in the Sky? Eyes in, eye in the Sky? Oh, shadows in the sky. Shadows in the sky. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. All right. We'll, we'll line that up when, when we're ready to go. Uh, that's such a good song. And uh, in the meantime, want to hear a little bit from Adam about, uh, you know, what are we expecting on August 20th uh, with the rest of the, you know, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy yeah, Chase going to be there? Who else is going to be there? I think Jim it's Belushi, Belushi and, Aykroyd and the, the Blues Brothers band, whatever the current version of I that is. I think it's is. the Sacred Hearts. 
I'm not positive. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know more than I would. So you guys are playing and also the blues? Yeah, I think game? we're opening the at least the live music end of things. Okay. Um, are you going to play with Jim again? Like he's going to sing in front of you? Or? Not that I know of. I, I imagine he's probably going to show up like later. In the, I mean, I'm sure they're playing last. So, I see. Okay. You know, but, so I don't know. If he's there all day, maybe we can rope him into doing something. Maybe you, know? you could yeah. have your people call his people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take care of it. <laughs> you know, mutual contact. But. So, uh, I don't know what we're going to do. When you guys played him last time, Marcus, did you get to sing, or was it all Jim singing? Yeah, uh, yeah I did a little. Me and Dan. Some mics. Dan and I. Let me get my grammar correct. It's me and Dan and I. Me and Dan and I. <laughs> uh, we, we did some backup vocals and stuff for him, and uh, then he kind of got ushered off stage because he was supposed to be meeting people but uh-huh. the cool part was like he was having fun too yeah oh, and he wanted to good. keep going they're like uh-huh. no you gotta go meet people and he's like well, I'll well be he's right a musician there. One man one more song one more yeah. song he really is yeah. a player you he know? is he wants to be up there playing right you know? well I was talking to Adam about this last time um, when we were talking about this that uh, I had heard a uh, podcast I think it was O'Teal Burbridge's uh, podcast um, I forgot the one comes the time comes the time yes and uh, Jim Belushi was on that and was talking about how, you know, he's uh, got this thing. I think it's based out of uh, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And um, he wasn't necessarily talking about how he's going to distribute around the country or anything or, or ha- open up things around the country. But he was talking about uh, how, he's, all, how he got kind of pulled in to the um, Blues Brothers 2000 movie uh, he had didn't really have much of an interest in singing or anything like that, and Dan Aykroyd was kind of like, you know, you're the only one who could do this, and blah blah blah. And, uh, so you know, he just kind of like developed that over the years. Yeah, and good for him, you know, to well, to really not have had much of experience with that, and and just his relationship with it was he was John Belushi's brother. Right. He's got a natural ability, though. I mean, yeah. really, he's no, he's he's, uh, he's entertaining. Yeah, I guess that yeah. movie did come out twenty years ago, so he twenty two. Yeah, he probably had some opportunities <laughs> yeah. in between. He does the best Dan Aykroyd too. Yeah, he can he, imitate he, Dan oh, Aykroyd. Really? Oh, remember at the show, we're gonna make these curb kickers. <laughs> oh, that's right. You can walk out of the yeah, Ford plant on your right. lunch break, go out and kick it to the curb, and walk back in and finish your shift. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's pretty good too. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dan Aykroyd does have you know a distinctive kind of voice. It's yeah. not like. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of somebody who you know is a, would be a little less hard to copy, but uh, you know he he's so out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, his he's goofiness. Got a cadence. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Shatner. Does he do a William Shatner? No, but too? I'm thinking of somebody that has a. Oh yeah, yeah. definite rhythm to their voice. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Um, he is a big proponent of um, of UFOs. I think. Yeah. Yeah, he, he believes it. Yeah, well, how could there not be UFOs? Uh, he's yeah, got yeah. That, that crystal skull vodka or whatever. That's it is. right, yeah. <laughs> or is it vodka? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Tequila. Or it might be tequila. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> it's, it's Whatever it is, I've definitely drank it. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> and it's good. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember if we had limes in it or olives, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Better than the rocks tequila? Right. Was it better than the rocks tequila? Yeah. So, sorry, <laughs> The Rock. I know you're, I know you're listening. I did not like your tequila. (laughs) (laughs) Tequila can go be go bad. We like some tequila too. Yeah, yeah. So, Marcus, I think you were trying to say something, and I don't know. I was just going to see if he had any impersonations he was going to do. Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah. What? 
I'm Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. I don't know. Okay, you, know, there gonna, you never know what Danny might bust out a Jimmy Stewart or something. Who knows? I'm Jimmy Snyder. All right. Well, hey, guys. Really glad to have you uh, uh, come out here tonight and uh, looking it's forward. It's a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is fun. Um, so, uh, Dan Morban playing at Watermark Solarium on July 1st. Yes. Um, or Watermark. I don't know. Ask, ask when you get in there. They'll, show, they'll point you to the right spot. Yeah. Uh, you go to where the beer and the people are. Yeah, we'll be that's there. right. <laughs> uh, and um, Johnny's Secret Stash is underwritten by Kara's Cottages, one of downtown Kalamazoo's first Airbnbs. Kara's Cottages are within walking distance of local shops, breweries, and some of Michigan's most beautiful walking trails. Additional information at karascottages.com. That's Kara's and Cottages with a K. Uh, thanks, Marcus Seifert from Steel on the Farm, Dan Moore from the Dan Moore Band, Adam Conley from uh, Bone Naked and uh, Modern Vultures, and, and the uh, Beatles. And the Beatles. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I forgot about later. that. Uh, and to close us out, we're gonna play. Um, we're gonna play Steel on the Farm's "Moments Made of Gold" off of their. Um, Let's see. You somehow, do shadows in the sky? Yeah, somehow this is uh, not performing. They're all good. Okay. <laughs> that CD was in my CD player for probably about six months, five months. When did it come out? Uh, yeah, last uh, a year after March. Yeah. Probably, it might have been a year because I just, I just put Dan Beaver's CD in about a month ago. <laughs> Dan Beaver, yeah, he's been on the show. He's yeah. great. He's, yeah, uh, he's a good dude. Yeah. He's a pleasure. Uh, I don't know what's going on with my Spotify here, but um, I'm going to pause this and we'll close out with that song. Thanks, everybody. And you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash, 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks and 93.5 WRHZ out of Sawyer. Good night, everybody. Here's Moments. Here's uh, Steel in the Farm with Shadows in the Sky from their Moments Made of Gold album.